Wellness Conversations is a talk show for growing better in body, mind, heart and soul. Each week we hear a story and experiences that have shaped an individual's life in a way that empowers and heals them. With the aim that in hearing their story, it helps empower and heal us too. So come and join the conversation. Welcome to Wellness Conversations, Casey Radio 97.7 FM Community. We are back. Wellness Conversations is presented by our Wellness Community an online centre for wellness in body, mind, heart and soul. My name is Michelle Scott. You can find me on Facebook at Michelle Scott On Air. And we are joined each and every week by a very fabulous special goddess uh, to share her story, share her message, share her tools and uh, all of the ways in which she has grown better in body, mind, heart and soul. And this week our show is all about... Money, money, money. Welcome back to Wellness Conversations. And uh, as you just heard heard then, it's all about money. So welcome to the space, Angela Marie. Angela is a chartered accountant and a money mindset author and coach. So welcome, Angela. Thank you for having me, Michelle. <laughs> oh, hang on a minute. Hang on. Say that again. Thank welcome, you. Angela. <laughs> Thank you for having me, Michelle. I was just telling Angela how, uh, you know, every week I have a uh, a, a little uh, <laughs> trial and error and, and I hadn't switched your mic on then. But here we go. I didn't let you go for as long as I've let some of the others, <laughs> some of the others go. Oh, so Angela, it's so lovely to have uh, a money a money guru on the show, and we can really pick your brains about um, about money, 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 money. We're going to start off with uh, Angela. What is money to you? Being a chartered accountant, and I know a little bit about your story. Actually, I might get you just to start off with that. That um, you know, the chartered accountant and corporate uh, work, and how it led to to where you're at now. Sure. So. I've worked as a chartered accountant for many years, probably a bit over 20 years now. And I actually went through a career change about six years ago and started teaching Pilates. Yes. So I moved into the health and wellness space and really started on what was my spiritual journey. And so through that time, my money story changed, kind of giving up a corporate salary and moving into something more that I loved. There was um, a lot of things I had to figure out through Mm. that process. Mm. And then it was a couple of years ago now, about one and a half years ago, that I decided to combine my two worlds and came back to doing accounting, but specifically for conscious entrepreneurs and in the Mm. health and wellness space. Mm. And isn't that, uh, you know, I love that. I love that uh, it's a journey. I love that, you know, whatever we, um, wherever we end up, you know, before we got there, there were a whole bunch of tools we picked up on the way that we might have thought, you know, we were in, we might have thought we were in the wrong spot, the wrong space, wondering why we're there. When in actual fact, we're picking up something really important there that we're going to use later on. So you with, uh, you know, you were in the traditional, the corporate, but all of those tools and skills and experience is helping you now to help. Um, you are a spiritual and, and wellness, um, practitioner yourself but you've got this gift that you can give to all these other wellness holistic spiritual business owners who honestly like myself when we first start out we 
are afraid of money. We don't understand money. We think that, uh, you know, to be spiritual and to um, ask for money, accept money, receive money is unspiritual. So it's a real journey. Yes. Mm. And the thing with habits, especially money habits, even like exercise habits or healthy eating habits, everyone knows they should be eating healthily or exercising or, you know, the healthy money habits, doing things like saving or putting money into super. Everyone knows Mm. they should be doing it. But for some reason, there's something that blocks yep. people yeah. from actually going ahead and taking the action steps they need to do. Mm, which is going to be great because we're going to be talking to you much more about uh, how to put all of that in place and uh, to put it in place so that uh, we actually do practice it. But let's start off with money. What do you think? What do you think, um, you know, what, what is money? What does it mean? Why is it important for us to, um, to learn how to be more mindful of it? Yes, money. It's Mm. one of those things. I do love this question. So money is different things to all different people. people. So everyone thinks and acts differently about money. And when you do think about money, it actually brings up a feeling in your body. Yes. So it actually has an energy to it. Mm. So depending on how you do think about money, that feeling or energy could be quite heavy. So you could be stressing, worrying, or feeling yes. quite anxious about it. So that you've got that at one end of the spectrum. And then at the other mm. end of the spectrum, you've got love, feeling peace, calm, in flow, and yeah. abundant. Yeah. So I like to actually think of money as energy. Mm. And you can change your relationship with money by changing the feelings and the energy that you attach to it. So if you can move, okay, that's great. I like that. Yeah. So if you can move from that stress, worry, and anxiety Mm. to more love and flow, then you can completely transform the relationship you do have. And you can start. You can start off doing that first. Yes. Mm, Which sounds easy. I I think you know that that would that that's achievable. Yes. Changing your energy around it, your feeling around it. Yeah, you have control of your energy. Mm. It's the one thing in life that you can control. Yes, that's true. Oh, I love it. I was trying to think who, um, where I heard this. It it was a book, or it was um, it was an inspirational speaker. Someone, um, I heard this somewhere about money that we are far more likely to talk about other intimacies. (laughs) We're far more likely to talk about that than we are to talk about money and this person had said something along the lines of um, you know if you've got a lot of money you don't want to talk about it because you don't want to be boastful and if you don't have a lot of money you don't want to talk about it because you don't want to be shamed yes yeah yeah very poignant yeah mm. it is isn't it it's so so interesting and and you know because again money's money's a little bit like the emotions in that we aren't taught this. This isn't part of the uh, curriculum at school, you know, and, um, you know, and, and, and not all of us as parents are teaching money to our children. So we all kind of grow up and we pick up all sorts of school skills. I know when I got into the workplace, I was really good at it, but no one had taught, had taught me about money. No. No one teaches you about money, you know, how important it is, that it's a form of energy, um, and then we're moving into, uh, so Angela, you know, uh, you recommended to me The Latte Factor, which is a, a fantastic book by, uh, is it David Is it David Bark? Is that how you say it? Yes. 
and and John David Mann, the latte factor, and he says it as well as Demartini says it that there are two types of people. Uh, there are people that save and people that spend. What do you think about that? Is it is it really as as simple as that, or is there a bit more grey? Yes. So I think of it as a spectrum. So you wouldn't have yeah. spending at one end of the spectrum and saving at the other end. So there is extreme versions of each. Yep. But then a lot of people would sit somewhere along that spectrum. So they might spend mostly, save a little, or save mostly, spend a little. Right. Um, so I actually don't yep. think one is better than the other. Great. Um, I'm interested to hear more. <laughs> so <laughs> Being more on the spend, more, save a little side. <laughs> yeah. So when you look at them as black or white, one or the other, yeah. most people might think that saving is better than spending. Than spending, yes. And as a habit, that might be true. But for every quality, every emotion that's out there, every habit, mm. there's always two sides. Yes. And this is what's known as duality. So you might have come yes, across that definitely, term Yeah. So saving is a good money habit to have. But at its extreme end, on the flip side, the other side of the coin, yes. it actually becomes more of a hoarding energy. So you're kind of hiding, right. hoarding it really tightly. Yes. So you could be an extreme mm. saver and just hoard all your money, and then saving you, it for a rainy day and never actually spend The rain any never comes, it. you don't enjoy it. Yeah. I've, and yeah. so, you know, what about spending money on investing in yourself or mm. investing in your soul's mission and your soul's purpose uh, or even donating it, giving it away? Yes. So there's, you know, lots of ways things that, that you, you can miss out on yes. if you're not spending your money. Mm. And so taking it back to money as an energy, you do need to have a bit of balance, a bit of spend and a bit of save Yes, um, to get yourself into a flow. Mm. So if you're holding on to money really tightly, it creates a, a stuck energy and so you're not in flow with the universe or yes, that's... kind of blocking money from coming in potentially as well. I love it. I've never heard it put like that before and that is absolutely fantastic. Leads beautifully in... Welcome back to Wellness Conversations on KC Radio 97.7 FM. I am Michelle Scott. You can find me on Facebook at Michelle Scott On Air. We are talking to Angela Marie, Chartered Accountant and Money Mindset Author and Coach. And if you want to hear more about Angela or join Angela's community, come and find us on Facebook. So, Angela, welcome back. We were just talking about money as an energy. Yes, we and were. And I was really loving that. Loving, the, loving that uh, we can change our relationship with money by firstly starting on our own energy and changing how we feel, perhaps changing how we feel when we pay bills. Yeah. Is that a thing? That's definitely a thing. Yeah. So most of the time we begrudge paying a bill. Yes. We grumble <laughs> about it. <laughs> grumble and groan. But if you actually um, kind of express gratitude for the bill or for the service that you're getting for that bill, so it might yes. be a warm home in the winter, mm. uh, fridge, keeping all your food cool. So if you can find gratitude instead of that begrudging, it can definitely change the definitely energy. Definitely change the energy. And uh, you were also talking about, uh, you know, the fact that um, even holding on to money can can uh, that can also be, you know, not a great thing to do because then that can block you block you adding to that money or block you uh, in other ways in other areas. Yes, mm. it can block you from 
allowing energy in or kind of allowing yourself to receive or be supported, be provided for by universe yes in all sorts of other ways that is terrific uh let's talk about some of the well, we might lead from there then into to money beliefs and money myths so what about uh, some of the beliefs that we that we grow up with because you've got a money mindset program online that our listeners can actually contact you and and, and get on board so uh, is is money beliefs part of that you know i grew up with uh, money doesn't grow on trees money doesn't buy happiness Yes, they're very popular ones. Do you reckon that seeps into your consciousness and affects you? It certainly does. Yeah. So pretty much what we go through between the ages of zero and seven become our subconscious beliefs. Yes. So we inherit our parents' beliefs and grandparents and, you know, generations before that, we inherit all those beliefs and take them on as our own without realizing it. Yeah. Yeah. And it definitely would affect our energy. Yes. And if energy is a, if money is a form of energy, it affects our relationship with money. Yes. Mm. So another one that was popular in my family was money is the source of all evil. Ooh. Um, or you might actually look at people who do have money. So the rich and famous, yes. for example, and you might think they're not very nice pe- people. people. They come oh. across as greedy or materialistic. Mm. And so you don't really want to be like them. So, in effect, you can block money um, by just thinking that. You can block it and you can self-sabotage. Yes. You can find all sorts of ways to get back to being poor. Yes. Mm. What about mindset, actually, having having said that you've got the uh, Money Mindset program online, um, you know, some uh, some of the things we say to ourselves around money. Yes. Yeah, it definitely affects it definitely affects well, I think it affects um how we think affects what we do and then and then in turn affects what we have. So there can be that cycle, can't there? There can be that cycle of uh perhaps and, and being unaware of it that, that somehow you, you might uh, get a lot of money in, have yes. no problem manifesting a lot of money, but somehow it just automatically exactly. flies straight out the door. Yeah. Yes. There's actually a study done on people who win the lotto. Yes. It's a really large sums of money. Yeah. And it's a really high percentage, like around 95% of people who do win lose the yes. money within 12 months. There you go. So it's actually um, based around energy again. Yes. So if you kind of think of a neutral energy as being quite calm, yeah. And gratitude actually has a zero level energy. So you can ah. uh, measure your emotions and energy on like EMF machines and stuff like that. So that okay. This is all actually scientific, scientifically proven. Right. And so extreme levels of emotion, whether that's yeah. fear at one end or even really high levels of excitement at the other. Uh, kind of generate this, a response. This really erratic response. Yes. Okay. And the hind brain can only really handle plus or minus 10. So if it oh. goes more extreme than that yeah. to try and keep you safe, the hind brain is going to do whatever it can to bring you back into that range so if it's the money that comes in that's caused this erratic emotion really it's your hind brain that's like oh that's we're not safe money no good let's stop that coming in or let's get get rid rid of it it. oh my goodness (gasps) 
Oh, I love that. Mm. So less about uh, because I sort of uh, you know in 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 some of the um, in some of the the learnings that um, I've had, I sort of think of it uh, in, you know in terms of poor mindset and a rich mindset. But uh, it's actually in terms of energy, it can be measured. Yes. Wow. So when you when you are in gratitude, um, I know I know in, I know with the brain that when you go into gratitude, you are actually accessing a different part of the brain. So you're saying also in in gratitude, your it's energy returns to zero to <gasps> calm, calm, which is why it is so powerful as a as as tool. a tool. Because stress is quite erratic as well. So yeah. gratitude is the best way to bring the body out of that stressful state yeah. and into neutral, into calm. And those statistics, 95% of people who win the lottery will return to their previous state of financial being. Or worse. Or worse in, in, in some cases. Yeah. And uh, well, that leads nicely actually into money myths because one of the money myths that's, um, that's in the latte factor, which I really enjoyed reading, so thank you for recommending that, um, Angela. Uh, it does say, you know, and I know that I used to have a little bit of this, um, this sort of attitude, if I make more money, I'll have more money um, or uh, it takes money to make money. And then, uh, you know, we do think that, oh, someone else will take care of it. Or if I just won the lottery, I'd be fine. Yes. So with those statistics, yeah. no. No. We no won't be fine. <laughs> what do you think? Do you think that making more money uh, means that we'll have more money and we will suddenly become? Yeah. I mean, bringing more money in is definitely one way of having more money. Yes. But most people don't have an income problem. And I think this is a... Yes, it is, isn't it? So most people have a spending problem. I do love that. So if you've got more money coming in and you haven't changed your habits around money, your spending habits, then you're equally, that money's going to go straight out the door. Exactly. You'll find more things to buy. You'll Mm. want more things. Mm. You'll be trying to keep up with the Joneses. Yes. So things get, you know, better brands or... Yes. Yeah. Mm. So if you actually if you actually earned more money and you took the uh, extra that extra money that was coming in each week and uh, and you put that into the bank that would be terrific. But most of us actually just change our lifestyles. Yes, too much. <laughs> our, our money habits are just the same. Well, we're going to come back and talk about uh, money habits uh, with Angela after a word from our sponsors. Wellness Conversations on KC Radio 97.7 FM and we are talking to Angela Marie. Angela is a chartered accountant and a money mindset author and uh, coach. We must talk about your book too because that's coming out uh, in the next next month. That's coming out. That was that's really uh, that's gone so quickly, hasn't it? Yeah, that's terrific. Um, and of course, you've got uh, a fabulous uh, money mindset uh, course online that uh, uh, that our listeners can uh, can register for to uh, find out about uh, Angela. Join her community if you want to hear more. Uh, then you know on Facebook you can uh, come to at Michelle Scott on air, and all the links to Angela will be there. Um, KC Radio community. We were just talking about some of the money myths out there. And uh, so, Angela, what do you think about it takes money to make money? So, yeah, that's a popular one that um, you need to have lots of money or you need to be quite wealthy to be able to invest and make more money from that. So I would like to introduce to the audience a financial concept called The Power of Compounding. Yeah. So a lot of people may have heard of it, but yeah. don't really know how what it works. What it means in and practice. how it works, yes. 
So with the power of compounding, uh, you have time on your side. So you can start with a really small amount of money and even from just $5 a day, yes. if you put that into an investment of some sort mm. and did that every day from the age of 20, when you retire at age 65, you would have over $1.5 million wow. from just $5 a day. So how many people out there mm. spend nearly $5 on a coffee every day, exactly. for example? which is what uh, that latte, the latte factor is all about, that we are all spending at least five bucks a day. Yeah, <laughs> but it, I think the principle in the latte factor is you don't have to necessarily give up your daily latte. Yes. But it's, it is the concept of finding mm. $5 where you can save. Exactly, that we're richer than we think. Yes. We are richer than we think, you yeah. know, because we are spending money on, on coffee or our lunch, taking our, you know, buying lunch instead of taking lunch to work. Yeah. Yeah, mm. or maybe it's making a coffee at home or yes. buying one coffee out, the other coffee making at home. Yes. Just whatever it is for you, it can be mm. different for everybody. Mm. That's fantastic. I like that. So um, what if, what if though, you know, based on a 20-year-old, but even if you're a 40-year-old, or in my case, I mean, you know, in my 50s, but uh, and, and, and then after sort of talking with you, you know, chatting with you and um, becoming a, a little bit more sort of enlightened ab about the compound, um, you know, compounding money, I then decided that uh, I would uh, take a little bit more out of, out of my pay, you know, prior to it being taxed and putting that into super. Yeah, great And idea. even then, it doesn't really, you know, whether you do it at 20 or whether you do it at 40, it's still worth doing, isn't it? Yes. So the best time to start is at age 20. Yeah. And if you don't happen to be 20 anymore, the next best time Alas, is now. No. <laughs> no. So yeah, the next best time is now. Is now. Yes. 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 Lovely. Right so now. <laughs> what, are, what, are some of the other, what are some of the other money habits do you or think? Money myths. Yeah, um, money myths mother, and, and, and money habits that, that we could adjust. Yeah. So a big one is thinking that someone else will take care of it for you. Yeah. So whether it's a, a partner or a financial advisor or your accountant, just kind of yes. giving the responsibility away to mm. someone else. So if you think of your wealth like your health. Yes. So... It's not really something that will take care of itself. So you need to look after it and nurture it. Yeah. And you can't really give it away to for someone else to look after for you. It's, it is your responsibility. Yes. And for women as well, um, it is often that women give the financial responsibility to their husbands. To the husband, yeah. Um, and women... There is the gender pay gap. So women do yeah. earn quite significantly less than men, even in the exact same job. Women also have quite a lot of time out of the workforce. That's true. And then when they do come back to the workforce, it tends to be often in a part-time role. Yes. Or something like that. So they're, you know, getting less money in that way. And mm. on average, women actually retire with half the superannuation that men do, which really? is quite significant. Mm. And this is a really scary statistic that made me sit up quite straight, is that 40% mm. of older single women actually live in poverty. <gasps> really? Yeah. 
Really? So women on average live longer than men. Mm. So most uh, men do die married and like I think about right. 80% and 80% of women die as widows. So there's quite right. a long time without, on their own, on their and own, and because uh, so due to maybe due to maybe the fact that um, uh, the husband looked after things, and then due to the due to all the things you've just mentioned, uh, and also they, high divorce rates as well. That, yes, that goes in there. So women yeah. often don't get end up super in in oh. that agreement. Yeah. So in retirement, they're. Um, they're struggling. They can end up struggling. Oh, that is something to uh, stand up and take notice of. So, um, Angela, what would um, – so, again, what could you start doing now? And, and, and funny when you said that before about the responsibility side of it, um, I've got a number of, of, of personal experiences with this where, you know, the individual has left it up to the partner and and the partner perhaps hasn't – hasn't uh, been responsible either with 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 managing yeah, with managing happen. the money, um, but you know it um, it brings to mind a lot of stories of celebrities, a lot of stories of celebrities who left all the money they were earning to the father or the brother or the manager or the accountant, and ending up being um, taken for a ride and ending up uh, bankrupt. Mm, that mm. can definitely happen. Yeah, so, you know, responsibility, taking personal responsibility is a big thing, isn't it? Yeah. So what would you recommend in terms of starting now? So one of the easiest things that you can start doing now is contributing to your superannuation fund. So yes, I've done that. For retirement, mm. super is the best vehicle that there is. Yes. So it's quite balanced. And on average, over quite a lot of years that you're invested, yeah. the returns are around 8%. So it's much better than having it in a savings account or something like that. Yeah. And in that last A factor, he, he does actually talk about uh, the stock market and how, you know, there will always be the naysayers saying that, uh, you know, that's not that's not a wise uh, decision to make. But he said, you know, it's still standing. Yes. It still offers the best uh, return, you yeah. know. Um, in the stock market. Do you need to know a lot about it? Uh, you don't. There, there are ways you can invest in the stock market without needing to know a lot. Okay. Um, so there are things called exchange traded funds or ETFs, which group a whole bunch of companies together and they can be grouped in different categories. For instance, it could yeah. be like the ASX 200 is an ETF um, or it could be different companies within an industry uh, or you can look at ones in the US as well. So a group of companies on the, yeah. the US uh, market. Okay. So what that does is averages it out across all those companies. So some companies go up, others might go down, but the average is, you know, it's quite good. You're not really right. taking a massive risk on just one company right. at a time. Okay. Hmm. So that that is one thing you can do without knowing huge amounts about the stock market. Mm, that's great. Um, because I was going to say, you know, what is meant by the uh, the phrase "pay yourself first. Yes. Yes. Is that is that kind of Along that line, Which, when you take money out and put it into your super, is that me paying myself first? Yes, it is. Uh, so the term pay yourself first is an excellent money habit um, and also just kind of a, a shift in the way that you think. So most people would get their monthly salary 
and yeah. then all the expenses come out. So you've got your rent, your food, your entertainment, mm. your bills, all the bits and bombs. And often by the time it gets to the end of the month, there's no money left. So mm. you're like, I don't have money to put into savings or yes. extra money to put into super or anything like that. There's just like, there's nothing mm. left at the end of the month. But paying yourself first and yourself being the future you, so you yes. in retirement, if you, before you take any of your other costs out, put the extra money into savings or super, Yes. And you do this automatically, so you don't have, you have to a think come out. about it. You have a come out of your pay. Yeah, so an automatic yeah. deduction goes as soon as you get paid. And so that happens first, all the other expenses happen next. Yes, oh, that's fantastic. So exciting. It's uh, it's so interesting and informative. We're going to, and then having said that, that, uh, you know, you can build a, you just said, uh, mentioned the words there, uh, future you. And, uh, you know, we're running our fantastic campaign in January and our real life event in February called Future Me. So building a better financial um, you know, financial foundation for ourselves can def- can definitely uh, happen because you'll be doing your money mindset stuff in our yes. Future Me campaign. So we'll take a word from our sponsors, <clears throat> excuse me, and be back with a little bit more from Angela after that. Welcome back to Wellness Conversations on KC Radio 97.7 FM. We've been talking to Angela Marie. It's uh, It's been all about uh, money mindset and uh, we just uh, before we went, we went to uh, a word from our sponsors, we talked about um, you know making it automatic, making it uh, automatic that uh, the first person that gets paid is you. So, Angela, I love I love the quote that uh, that I've heard. You build a fortune one dollar at a time. I yes. love that. I loved hearing that. So let's talk about let's talk about linking. You know. Again, it's like your, as you said, it's like your physical health. You've got to pay attention to it. You've got to, um, you know, it is a daily practice. But with money, how can you, how can you make it so that just because for some people, the pursuit of money for the sake of it is not that, just to have money is is not what motivates them. You know, so how can you be motivated by uh, changing your habits around money? Yeah. What should you do? So one of the most amazing ways I've seen to be able to change habits, and this this is any habits as well, not just money habits, but it is to link it to your values. Yes. So we do need to do a little bit of self-analysis and really figure out what we truly do value. Yes. And when you link spending and saving to what your values are, you will do it. Yes. It becomes much easier then. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, one of my high values is health. Mm. And so I value spending on keeping myself healthy. So I, I don't mind spending on those things. Yes. Um, and I kind of look at it by spending on that. I'm saving money down the road. You're not going to doctors. You're not going to physios. Yeah, exactly. Et cetera. Yeah. Um, so, and also it encourages you, so you would, you would, uh, you know, so saving your money would have that motivation behind it. The more money I save, the healthier I can be because I've got money then to go and do courses. Well, you're a Pilates instructor. Yeah. Do courses or spend money on 
the classes, exercise classes or yes. organic food or whatever it is. Yes. So having money can help you have more health. Mm. And, you know, a big one for people often is travel. So yes. if you link a travel dream to saving, yes. it can make it a bit that easier be a motivator. to save. Big motivator. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so, um, again, it leads us quite nicely. We're having all these lovely little, you know, it's just flowing, just flowing into all of the uh, <laughs> what's coming next just beautifully, isn't it, Angela? So we want to talk about your book. Yes, amazing. Yes, that's coming out next month. And that's a collaborative effort. Yes. Yeah, so what's the title of it? multi-author book called Change Makers. Oh, lovely. So it's trans- 20 transformational stories of women wow. changing the lives of others. Oh, that's fantastic. See, Can you I, tell us a little bit about it or is it uh, all very hush-hush? I oh, know, that's okay. <laughs> so I have a chapter in the book uh, about my money story, so sharing yes. my story with everyone, um, so how I came to doing what I do yes. and finding my purpose in helping others with their money. Mm. So, yeah, very exciting to get that out into the world mm. well I find that uh, you know having having you having said that I do find that uh, the very thing that we become great at helping others through or great at helping others with is usually something that is is found in our stories something that we struggled with and we found a way to be yes. to be better at and better Yes. better with and we go on and, and share that with others. Yeah. So mm. I was in the position where I had all the knowledge yes. and all the financial concepts and I was, yeah. you know, have this really high level of financial intelligence in all these business areas. But my own money story was, you know, I was being blocked by beliefs and things that I grew up with. Yes. Uh, so I wasn't. Particularly that one, that money is the root of all evil. So therefore you didn't want to be an evil person. I mean, who wants to be evil? Yes, that was a big one. Yeah. Um, and for me, another big one was uh, being a massive people pleaser. Yes. I didn't want to disappoint the people around me. So I yeah. would hold myself back. Yes. To, to keep the peace and just keep everything. Played small. Yeah. Yeah. It was much safer to yeah. keep playing small. Wow. And then since you had that, sh- that, that firstly, since you had that uh, awareness and that enlightenment and then, uh, and then made the change, has it changed? It has. So I went through a big transformational period in my life and wow. did a lot of work on some core fears. So kind of big fears around abandonment and rejection mm. and criticism, yeah. which all really tie into your money story as well. Yeah. So, you know, that fear of rejection by your tribe, if all of a sudden you change and get all this money, there yes. can be the worry that people won't like you anymore or yes. they'll uh, cut you out or won't want to be your friend anymore or yeah, something well, like uh, that. Uh, oh, 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 wow. It, uh, yeah, it's really, it, it sort of, uh, you know, starts out with a few things and then brings up a few things as you go along. Yeah. Mm. So when you work on and release those deep-seated fears, mm. you kind of release a lot of heavy energy and then you come into a space where you're much lighter mm. and brighter and you, in that space, you connecting with more love and light and yeah changes your energy changes your energy and you're now this higher vibration where you kind of tap into the flow wow and just everything for Mm. me anyway has kind of moved from this push kind of control energy yeah to really just 
things coming in without mm. me even having to try. Having to yeah, having yeah. to really hustle for it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay, we're going to be back be back uh, in a moment to uh, uh, finish off uh, our wellness conversation with Angela Marie. But before then, to wellness conversations, we've had so much uh, fun. Casey Radio Community ninety seven point seven FM. We've had so much fun with Angela Marie, learning all about money, money mindset, money is. Uh, form of energy, money habits, money myths. So, uh, Angela, thank you. When's the book uh, coming out? Do you have a date? It's the 6th of December. So it's just a couple of weeks away It's just a couple of weeks away. Um, And to uh, find out all about it and to to, uh, join your community, uh, Casey Radio community, come on to uh, Facebook at Michelle Scott on air and uh, all the links will be there to find Angela on Facebook. So thank you so much for joining us. It's my, been my absolute pleasure. Have you had fun? Thank you for having me. It's been a blast. <laughs> it's so much more fun than you think. Yes. You know, once you get going, it's just, uh, it's lovely. Just a lovely chat and conversation <laughs> all about wellness, uh, Casey Radio community, all about wellness in body, mind, heart and soul. So as we said, come online and, uh, and find us, uh, a great community of women all contributing and collaborating and, uh, doing what we can to uh, share our message our story and our tools for growing better, not bitter in life. So we'll see you again next.